Well, hello. <laughs> take two. Ooh, okay. do you remember the, the chocolate take two? Hold on. Welcome back to <laughs> Nightcap with Andre and Lisa. Today is the 4th of January 2020. Again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> the reason we say that. Because we just... Recorded this podcast. Well, not this podcast, because this is not a scripted podcast. We just recorded our chat, and then we realized something was wrong, and nothing recorded. So, now we're going to talk again. Here we are again. Anyway, so, if you don't know... Hold on, hold on. If you don't know what this podcast is about, we don't either. (laughs) (laughs) We we just, uh, at the end of every day, we sit down for a few minutes, talk about what we want. Yeah, and if you want to know more about us, you can listen to our other podcast, which is a travel podcast. It's a We Will Nomad. Where we actually talk about real stuff. Yeah, it's actual stuff, like real stuff. And we also have a website, www.wewillnomad.com. But this podcast is just for fun. It's fun of it. And we just talk about everything. So, you were saying? Take two. Take two was a chocolate. Wasn't was it? Wasn't it? Take a Twix. Is it a Twix? No, I think but it that used to used be a Take-Two. But that used to be a Take-Two. Two. That's what I'm saying. I don't think... It, I, th- I think it was only in South Africa, actually. Oh. Well, mind you. It wasn't a cat... Oh, I have no idea. I'm not a chocolate yes, aficionado. Yes, but it was a Twix. But it was a Take-Two, I'm If sure. you... Some mm. people... Some people know chocolates better than others. I think I'm it's a... I'm very I, uh, happy to learn. What was your favorite chocolate uh, when you grew, grew up? I think okay. it was a bar one, I want to say. Oh, no, an arrow. Arrow, 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 arrow. If I had a choice, it was always an arrow. Arrow is good. Yes. But there were different types of arrows. No, there wasn't back. Well, I think there was, but it was only like the mint one, which was horribly disgusting to no, me no, as a no. child. No, no, I mean, you used to get like an arrow bar. Yes, you yes, yeah, That's what I'm talking about. That like big square the one that was, one. yes, arrow that junkie. was it. That was good. Arrow, yeah. though, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. I think I went through a phase where I liked the text bar. My dad liked to text. I, I said, we talk about these things, but I don't think it's universal. I guess mm. because sometimes you go to a, a different country and they have similar things, but, but it's not labeled different. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about toothpaste. <laughs> Oops. I may have made a slight of blunder today and bought a very uh, bad toothpaste. I didn't, I was in the shop and I thought, okay, cool. I saw the other ones that said sold. And I honestly didn't see that that one said salt. Mm-hmm. It just said charcoal. And these days with all the bamboo toothbrushes and <laughs> charcoal whitening agents and things like that, I thought, oh, cool. Oh, and you know what? Jared had a charcoal face wash. Remember? That was the very first strange face wash we tried. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, cool. Charcoal toothpaste. Well, guess well, what? The, the, I'm sure the charcoal part is fine, but this was salted charcoal okay, toothpaste. How do you feel now, like five minutes after you've brushed your teeth? It's not that bad. Yeah, but it was horrid while you It was it. exactly while you're brushing your teeth, it tastes terrible, but it's actually okay afterwards. I was actually close to vomiting. I know, I was also, it's like hard to keep this, you're like, mm, mm. maybe <laughs> this is a new uh, design. And then I thought, oh my god, now what if my mouth's gonna taste like this for the whole day or the whole night as I sleep? Maybe this is a whole new market segment. If you can brush your teeth and vomit <laughs> at the same time. Ooh, it's weight loss. Okay, moving on. <laughs> So, yes, salted charcoal toothpaste, not my favorite, I have to say. No, not sorry. mine either, I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, I think I've had worse. There was, I remember years ago, we went on this little camping trip. And it was just like a two-nighter thing. It was a small music festival. And uh, for Lisa's in charge of packing in 
toothpaste and toothpaste. maybe i shouldn't be in charge of toothpaste because i'm seeing a slight yeah. pattern recurring here anyway so you know we we actually camping for the weekend and we were in this shared campground so she takes off to the ablution block i figured, I figured okay i'm gonna brush my teeth so long but there's no toothpaste for some reason but i suppose i could have just asked and asked another camper but i thought you know what i used to go to varsity with a guy he was a, a forestry student and he had this bottle of magic liquid. I don't know what he called it, but he did everything with it. He brushed his teeth with it. He washed his face with it. He shampooed his hair with it. He shaved with it and he bathed with it. That was it. Everything. And he claimed it's eco-friendly natural product. So I figured, okay, well, if he could brush his teeth with something he washes with, maybe I should try the same. How bad could it possibly be? Well, how bad was it? So I took a bit of uh, shampoo, <laughs> squir- squirted it on my toothbrush, <laughs> proceeded to brush my teeth, shall I say, briefly brush my teeth with the shampoo. I didn't realize shampoo was so bad. How many times have you done it subsequently? No, that was once. That was once. I've learned my lesson. But it was bad. I think from now on you're in charge of toothpaste. I wonder if you get shampoo that tastes better. I wonder, like, there's now almond shampoo and honey shampoo and avocado because it's good for your hair and things. Well, maybe those ones taste better. I don't think so. I think there's so many things in there that they don't, don't want people to drink it so they make it taste I'm pretty sure bad. it's a foaming agent. No, I think they actually make it bitter on purpose so kids don't drink it. Why would kids drink shampoo? Because they're stupid. <laughs> you know, kids do stupid things. Hmm, maybe they want to take that. a sip and just try it. Or maybe they think it's like a fancy drink. Hmm, okay, maybe. I once, uh, I remember, I was, I, w- I was just trying to go to school at the age where my mother can tell me, go get, take a bath, boy. <laughs> and I went to the bathroom and I, I don't know, who ran me a bath or whatever. I, I mean, I must have been like six, five, maybe six. School going, oh, what no, just starting like six. to six, maybe six or seven. And I was instructed that I should wash my hair, and I proceeded to grab the nearest bottle that had, you know, shampoo like stuff oh, in God. it. And as I lathered myself up, I realized something I'm was to different. Think what could possibly have been that would be bad? No, it wasn't bad, but it, it ended up being bath oil. Oh man, you had you were the kid with the oily hair. <laughs> no, no, I was the oily kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything was oily. It took a it took a serious uh, serious third I want to say third shampoo to get oil out. Now, oh but it took gosh. a while. Okay, that sounds almost as bad as I remember. You know when your hair went green in the swimming pool. Yeah, from I, the chlorine? I had the same problem. Okay, did people. you? Yes, yes, yes. But did you have a remedy for it? Oh, we got dumped in the bath. Ketchup. Ketchup, yes. Yeah, and heard, we had to wash that. our hair with ketchup because we were in trouble at school because your hair wasn't allowed to be green or some other reason. <laughs> and I remember that as one of the most disgusting baths in the I world. I were... didn't like ketchup as a kid. Let me put it that way. I wouldn't eat that stuff as a kid. I thought it was terrible. But the smell can be quite vile. And, well, I don't know. My cousins all like ketchup. I, don't, I also never liked but ketchup. But I never liked ketchup as a kid. And I had to bath. I had to put the stuff over my hair and it was dripping in my face and my eyes. It was Horrible. It's definitely one of the most, the worst bath bathing experiences I had as a child. I wonder if there's a like a parallel between people who like ketchup and people who like fast food. Like if you 
instinctive no right if you like enjoy ketchup for no reason like if you well, like the flavor and the taste of it's, it it's really an artificial sugary flavor so it's no it doesn't i mean it's actual tomatoes in there yeah but no the point i'm making is are you more prone to enjoy fast food because so so like maybe your you 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 i don't know your senses are more in tune for those kind of i don't know i'm just wondering I have no idea. This is a different I, I don't know that. that there's many people. I'm not a percentage of people do not like ketchup, because it's definitely the minority. Like by far, I would say. Who, I would who doesn't like it? Who does not like ketchup? Mm. I mean, as a kid, I was the only kid that I knew who didn't eat ketchup. You obviously didn't eat no fries, or maybe well, you no, didn't I eat didn't. bad fries. No, but I mean, I was brought up in an Italian household, so I guess I knew sugo. I knew like proper tomato paste, not. Yeah, but that's insane. I know, but that's why I didn't like ketchup. I think. Yeah, okay. I don't know. But, I think ketchup has a place as a kid. As a kid, you know, you like to dip, dip stuff into, dip stuff in there, play with it. I, don't, I also never quite liked it, oddly enough. But I also didn't like milkshakes. What about chocolate milkshakes? No, no. I said I didn't like milkshakes. Any milkshake? But okay, I, there's something wrong with you. Didn't I say early on kids are stupid? <laughs> Obviously, I was stupid. Because the funny thing is... You, you outgrew that phase. Milkshakes are good. Milkshakes are awesome. Milkshakes are half the yeah. reason you're a kid. But for some reason, whenever I had the option of getting a milkshake... What would you choose? I don't know. Because you know what else I didn't like? Yes, Coke floats. Any Those floats. Are, any floats. Those are disgusting. Okay, but that I understand. I agree with that. Floats are horrid. Nobody wants to ruin their ice cream with soda. Hold on. What about an Italian delicacy? No, it doesn't. Mm, no, but it, I'm talking yeah, but about not, an espresso float. Yes, avocado. Avocado. Yes, but you're not adding soda to it. You're adding a coffee. Oh, that makes it. That makes a difference. You don't add bubbles to ice cream. What if it's cream, the only bubbles you're allowed to add to ice cream is Aero bubbles. Cream soda. <laughs> no, no cream soda, no Fanta, no Coke, no anything. So how is that different from a milkshake? You see, maybe my head. Because it doesn't have bubbles. Milkshakes are not carbonated. Speaking see, of bubbles, milk and carbonated don't go together. Why do some people blow bubbles into their drinks? <laughs> <laughs> and when I say some people, mostly kids, but Lisa is a self-confessed bubble blower. For a few entertainment purposes and for real reasons. Okay. If you're drinking a Okay, wait, now I've got to think carefully. Yes, because it's, it's, I need a very good explanation. If you're drinking an iced coffee and you want to get your ice to melt, yes. you should blow your warm breath into the iced coffee so that it raises the temperature of the drink, which causes the ice to melt quicker. Why don't you just put your hands inside the glass or the mug? You do that at the swell at the same oh, time. Okay. But maybe you don't want to get your hands all cold and so sticky. So I've got a better method. For you, not for me. If you say blowing hot air breath into <laughs> yes, coffee is kind of cool enough. Hot air. But, okay, firstly, that's a weird. Why don't you suck up a more of the, the liquid into your mouth, hold it in your mouth for two minutes so it warms up, then you blow it back into because the glass. Because that's gross. How's that different? It's different. Air and regurgitating the liquid is different. <laughs> I think it's exactly the same and thing. You, you don't blow like like a kid you blow like just like a like an adult like a like an older kid <laughs> I okay think... please somebody help me here is it or is it not acceptable to very gently blow through your straw into an iced coffee no your own iced coffee 
without <laughs> anybody else noticing, except possibly your husband okay, across well, the table. So if I blow into my iced coffee, will you share my coffee with me? You say that, but you had to think about it. If you knew what I did, would you want to share it with me? Yeah. Really? If, if not if it was someone else's, but you What if I yeah. use my my upgraded you know, uh, method that no. I just explained to you? <laughs> no, thanks. Well, I don't understand the difference. You can keep your coffee. <laughs> just for clarification purposes to the people who listen to this, I don't blow bubbles into my drinks. I don't have a problem blowing bubbles into my drink. Oh my god. In the privacy of just being us, I wouldn't do it in company or in a fancy restaurant. Well, if you can't do it in company, then you shouldn't be doing it. I think that should be the ground rule. That's the mark of civilized people. No, you should be more free to do things like sing in the shower and blow bubbles into your iced tea and coffee. But where does it end? I mean, when you're alone or when you're in company? in the company of your other no, Obviously, I'm just so sophisticated. So sophisticated. <laughs> I don't share those <laughs> barbarian traits with you. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're still in uh, Cambodia. Batombong. Batombong. And in... We were talking earlier about... What were we talking about? Oh, finding food. Oh, gosh. Yeah, let's not go down that. Should we not talk about that again? No. Okay, I'll recap. It's such a pain. You know what's... Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about something else. Why do people think that... Or when people talk to us about full-time travel, they think it's so romantic and exotic. I think because it's something that most people don't do. I don't want to say can't do, but don't do. And you always romanticize the things that you don't do. But the idea, when, when people hear we travel full-time... The first reaction is normally, oh, that's amazing. Oh, you guys are because so lucky. Because people think vacation. Oh. Travel equals vacation. Okay. It's like eating out. Oh, it must be so nice to eat out in a restaurant every night. Well, you know what? The first three nights are kind of cool and you feel like you're being treated. No, no, no. But night after night seven of eating out in a restaurant, it doesn't matter where you are or how good the restaurant is. You always feel kind of like, oh, no, 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 I wait, could do with a takeaway pizza at it, home now. It, does matter where you are and how good the restaurant is. <laughs> I, I must, well, I haven't been to good enough does. restaurant seven nights in a row to... That's perhaps the problem. <laughs> the problem is not that the restaurant's uh, not good enough. Mm. That's for sure. If, if, if you could go into a... Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Oh, whatever. Someone, mm. As long as it's a good restaurant and you can choose whatever you want, uh, then I'm pretty sure you'd be happy. No, you know what? I think I would still prefer your cooking. Oh, really? Yes. What if I say you can have... Okay, what's your favorite breakfast? Eggs Benedict. Well, I'm not going to make you eggs Benedict every day. So, mm-hmm. but... Will you make the eggs, I'll make the Benedict. If you can go into a restaurant and have it every morning, would you? I'd probably get tired of it eventually. I wonder how long it'll take you to get tired of it. I don't know, can I alternate bacon and salmon? You can do whatever you like. Okay, then I'll have eggs Benedict. There you go. Problem solved. But I do agree with you that uh, we, you know, getting to a restaurant for three meals a day gets old very quickly. It does. Yeah. I think it's not so much the going to the restaurant. It's the fact that you don't know what you're going to get and you have to leave the comfort of your home, yeah. wherever that home or home base is. It's one thing to say, ooh, I'm going to my favorite place and I'm excited about it, or even if you do it every night. But if you're in a different location like we are, 
and you don't really even know what restaurants mm. or eateries or They're anything is around you. And to be perfectly honest, unless you're a baller, you can't exactly afford to eat in a restaurant, a fancy five-star restaurant every single day. No. Yeah, we sure as hell can't. We can hardly afford to eat in a zero-star restaurant every day. <laughs> so we have to explore other options. And besides, you you know, you can't just have restaurants. It's like having a drink every day. Because if you travel full-time, you're not actually on holiday. No. It's life. So you've got to break certain habits, I guess. Mm. And eating healthy is hard. I don't think we've done that badly this year. But there have definitely been countries that it's worse, better and worse. Sure. But I suppose that being said, it was when we had a place and we could cook. And you... It does help a lot. You can do your breakfast, yeah. I think we observed earlier, one of the places we found quite hard to eat healthy was um, the Philippines. We were there for two months this year. And I think if you're a vegetarian, you would battle to make it there. Because they eat a lot of uh, meat and fish. And not only that, but there's always meat in their dishes hidden away. So even if you, yeah, it's, true. it's a vegetable dish, it's done in a meat stock or a fish stock or mm. things like that. So there's even what looks or appears on the surface to be vegetarian isn't actually. And they're definitely the kings of eating rice. Oh, yes. I don't think I've I realized that they eat so much rice. I think they eat the most rice of any Asian country that we've been to. Piles of it. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I don't think so. I'm just wondering. And they've got an interesting eating uh, technique. technique. We, we, we eventually we sussed it up. Shovel. The, the shovel. <laughs> they shovel their rice. Well, okay, because what they do is they normally have a big plate of rice, yes. and then they would have smaller bowls of stuff, they're like meat. vegetables or meat, mm. and they would take a. They, they will, Use their fork, because they don't have knives, they use their fork and their spoon. No, but what's important is you have to, the way you hold the fork and the spoon, and you have to have one in each hand, but at the same time simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. And then you kind of have to dive in with them together. But they, they it's like they're the... mixing cement. <laughs> you know, they, they use the utensils like to mix this rice. Like it's, a, it's a very like, aggressive process. Yeah, and then they scoop a little bit of the, the whatever meaty business they have, and then they take a chunk of the and mix it with the rice and then they go shovel 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 and they keep their heads down and they go for it i wonder if you um google videos like will there be something will there be something i oh, know that must be, be quite entertaining yeah no those those those, those people may they they, 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 they have they, an eating technique of their they're own. pretty good at it but i've never quite mastered it no. <laughs> for lack of trying but i'm looking forward to um being in a place where we don't have to go and look for food every day for a little while no for sure i never thought i'd say it but i'm looking forward to cooking again <laughs> oh yay I'm and on that note your food let's on that note let's say good night thanks for listening and See you tomorrow night. if you're looking for us you'll find us at www.wewillnowwhere.com we've got a second podcast we talk about travel stuff you can find it on any platform we will nomad just do a search there and on our website you'll find all sorts of other useful travel info yeah actual stuff not just silly stuff like and yeah. if you enjoy our entertaining ramblings go check out our youtube oh yeah Gosh. You can we do everything in person all right we'll catch you tomorrow so... good night <laughs>